T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Joe Theismann, longtime former NFL quarterback, legendary quarterback, friend of the program, and very graciously joining us right now. In fact, the last guest of the year, at least for me, because you know, the show's on next week, but I'm not around. Mr. Theismann, good morning. Happy holidays. Thanks for being here. William, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored that I'm the last guest of the year, and I just want to tell everybody in California, by golly, you're darn lucky you're not anyplace else in the United States today. <laughs> Joe, I grew up in Iowa. Cold, I can tell you that. Dude, I, I, I grew up with cold weather. I am so soft now, and I, I'm not kidding. My, my thoughts with you and everybody, where it, it sounds like it is just freezing everywhere. I mean, it's, uh, I'm in Memphis this morning. It's seven degrees here. We haven't, I mean, we're, oh, we're going to go wow. to places that it's never gone. And, and you know, there, there are housing, you know, there are places here in, in Memphis where uh, they've had water main breaks that they haven't been able to fix and, and get the inspections right. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think the big, most important thing for people to do is, is pray for one another through this period of time that we can get through these next two or three days with this cyclone uh, and everybody will come out safe. I think that's, that's, you know, that would be my Christmas wish. Amen. And, and having lived in, in Arkansas, and I guess and I live in L.A. now, not, not everywhere is – not every house is retrofitted to to retain heat the way you would think. If you're from cold, like some places aren't aren't prepared for that kind of cold. They're just not. right. They're not. Well, Merry Christmas yeah. to everybody, and uh, yeah. you know, say a prayer yeah. for those that really going to need it. Amen. Uh, Joe Theismann here here on the show. Joe, let's uh, let's start with some Monday Night Football, and I just I want to ask you about this. Quarterback is such an important but difficult position to play in the National Football League. Let's let's start with with, with Zach Wilson. If you're Zach Wilson. How, if it's possible, do, do you find your way forward and back to playing at some level that allows you to succeed and have a career in the NFL? Because last night was not a good night. First of all, I don't expect him to play the rest of this year. Then, then what you have to do is sit down, and you have to be honest with yourself and examine what you, what you, what you did well and what you did not do well. And that's one of the hardest things, because everybody likes to convince themselves that they're, especially young guys, they think they've got it. And it's like, you know, well, what, do you, what am I going to learn? You've got a ton to learn. You know, I've known Tom for Brady for 30 years. And, you know, every day, you know, every, we have conversations. It's every day you have to learn. That's part of the position. That's why being healthy is so important. I, I, I'll, I'll go on a little bit about Zach Wilson. First preseason game this year, Bill, he's running towards the sidelines. Instead of running at first preseason game, instead of running out of bounds, he's the starter. He plants his foot very similar to what we saw happen to Kyler Murray, cuts back in, and he's gone. He hurts his knee. So he loses all that practice time. He loses all that playing time. Um, I'm I'm always reminded with young quarterbacks of my good friend Tom Moore, who's been a quarterback guru and a coach in this league for God knows how long. I remember talking to him when Peyton Manning first came into the league. He said, my goal with Peyton Manning was simple. I was not going to put him in a situation where he could mentally or physically get beat up. He got the ball out of his hands. 
uh, five-step drops, seven-step drops. What he did was he invested the learning process hoping, like we all do, that Peyton was going to have the kind of career that he had. I think play calling is so vitally important. You saw the difference in the routes last night in the Jacksonville offense and the Jets offense. I don't know the Jets coordinator, but I will tell you with tell you that Zach Wilson was holding the ball way too long. Trevor Lawrence got the ball out of his hands very quickly. And so from a coordinator standpoint, you can help your quarterback tremendously. Um, and I think in Zach's case, he's just got to take a step back and say, okay, what do I need to do to get better? I like the kid coming out of BYU. I think he's got one of the most essential things you need in football, and that's an arm to be able to throw the ball. Now the rest of it has to come with reading the defenses. Are you going to put the time in, all that other stuff? But I don't see him as a lost cause. I don't you know, kick him to the side and, and just move on. I think that the Jets uh, made a decision on him. Now they have to surround him with teachers. Uh, and give him a chance to be able to operate, you know, more safely. Joe Theismann here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder on CBS Sports Radio. And, Joe, you, you mentioned Trevor Lawrence. This young man has more touchdowns, total touchdowns, since week 13 than anybody in the National Football League. The Jags suddenly control their own destiny, beat Houston, and then beat beat the Titans where, 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 where you're hanging out. No, no, excuse me, that's further east. Good at geography. Um, and they make they make the postseason – Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be a generational talent. What is your confidence level that, given what we've seen this season and his age, that he can still get to the level that those massive expectations that, that were on him when he came out of college and was drafted number one overall a few years ago? Bill, I don't ever think you can reach the expectations that people have for you because you, know, you, you, you don't have a crystal ball and see what's going down the road. I will say this, coaching, 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 coaching. The situation that uh, Trevor stepped into a year ago was horrific. It was terrible, horrible situation. He has a quarterback coach, and it's taken Doug a little while, and I, I listened to the game last night. Take, it's taken Doug a little while to learn how to be a head coach again, to be able to get back in the groove, to, to do all the things that are necessary to be a head coach because he was away from it for a little bit. Uh, and so I, I think what you're seeing is you're seeing a coach and a quarterback on the same page. You're seeing a quarterback who's – whose talent is being used in a very unique way. He's a big guy, runs pretty darn well, uh, learned a lesson when he fumbled against the Cowboys. You know, late in the game, he, he learned a lesson how to protect the ball himself. Uh, and that's the kind of process that, you know, Zach has to look at the, this, this past game and say, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? And in Trevor's case, I just can see him continuing to get better and better and better as the team grows confidence around him. But it, play calling makes a world of difference. Joe, speaking of quarterbacks, and I, I'm so interested in, in Brock Purdy, and I'm, I, I'm just I'm looking forward to, to your your view, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, third string quarterback. I, I know that's a really good team and a really really good defense, but even with Purdy, small sample size, not a ton, ton of tape on him, the Niners look like an absolute contender. What is it about Brock or about Kyle Shanahan or about the circumstances that have allowed a quarterback nobody counted on to succeed, where a lot of QBs that, that are counted on just just can't? doesn't necessarily look a whole lot different than when Jimmy Garoppolo was running it, does it? It doesn't. I mean, the, the offense hasn't changed. You know, these aren't big, strong-arm guys. They get the ball out of their hands. I think Kyle Shanahan's one of the really great play callers. I, I mean, I'm not talking good. I'm talking great conceptual play callers. He was that way in Atlanta. He was that way in Washington. He was that, he's that way in San Francisco. 
And, you know, you, you, you can't say enough about the job that he and John Lynch have done together out in San Francisco. That's a solid football team that, that is basically going to contend again for another title. Um, now, you know, Brock is Brock's going to be the guy. I like the way they get the ball out of his hands. He's, he's a smart guy, knows what he wants to do with the football, and even more importantly than that, they don't put him in situations where it, it's going to be a problem. They know what their strength is. You know, this is, this is a rare football team. They're 52% pass, 48% run. You don't find that balance in football much, Bill. You don't see 50-50 much. Everybody's sort of 60-40, 65-35 throw to run. This is a football team that understands what you need to do. I, I played for George Allen for six years, and George's concept was real simple. Run the football, play great run defense, and you have a chance to win. And that's what they're doing. I mean, yeah. that's exactly what they're doing with him. It's perfect. Do you think is Purdy? It's interesting, right? Like confidence in any endeavor, Joe, is such an important thing. If this continues and 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 Purdy can play at a high level this season and they have some success, can that translate for a young quarterback enough that he can become a successful quarterback in the NFL? In part because he succeeded his first however many games he gets to play this year. I think he's building a great foundation and understanding what it takes to win. That's, that's another thing. You know, Bill, what, what does it take to win? It isn't, it isn't just a question of how you play, but how do you fit into the concept of what the team does and the direction that the team goes, and can you win? So, yeah, I think, I think it can build tremendous confidence in him. We have this, you've got two very similar quarterbacks in this game with San Francisco and Washington uh, tomorrow. You have Taylor Heineke, who is, you know, Nobody ever really says anything nice about him. I personally think he's a heck of a heck of a tough kid, throws the ball well enough, gets the ball out of his hands, understands the system, knows what he needs to do. He just needs to protect the ball more. That, that's been his one thing in all the games that he's started. He, needs, he puts the ball in places where other people can get their hands on it. He caught a break the other night. You know, Washington didn't because of lousy officiating. But, you know, he threw an inter- he threw a obvious interception in the end zone. The guy dropped. So, but but he, need, he needs to protect the ball more. But I, I like I, I like Brock Purdy, and you know, can you actually say that a quarterback in the National Football League that's drafted is is anything but relevant? I mean, what the uh, the San Francisco's on their third, Washington has gone back and forth on two, uh, Atlanta's changing, Carolina's changing. I mean, heck, there are a lot more guys that are irrelevant in this league than, than Brock Purdy. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's exactly right. Joe Theismann here on the show. Joe, last one for you. I find the AFC really fascinating. And you look at even just the top three in Buffalo, in the Bengals, and the Chiefs, and certainly those fans absolutely think that their teams are more than capable of winning it all. How do you size up the AFC just in terms of teams that you really believe can win the Super Bowl this year? My philosophy and concept has always been, and I was fortunate enough to be on a team uh, when we won the Super Bowl in 1982, Super Bowl 17, I believe uh, David Woodley was 0 for 17 in the second half. I'm, I'm, I don't think they completed a pass. Miami didn't complete a pass in the second half against us. You win with great defense. Buffalo's defense scares me. Kansas City's defense scares me. You know, these, these two teams would rather be in a shootout than they would be in a 13-10 ball game. Uh, Cincinnati, to me, almost looks like the team that has, is the scariest because I think they play better defense than the other two. And offensively, they have the weapons to match them. 
And it wouldn't surprise me if Cincinnati's right back in the Super Bowl again. Uh, they're just, you know, they've, they've caught fire again going, you know, going down the road. Joe Burrow is, is not a blossoming star. He's a true star in this game. And, and I, I love his swagger, love the way he plays the game. He's got great weapons around him. But those three would be the way I look at it. I, I'm, you know, you look at the AFC and go, where's, where's the sleeper going to come from? It's not going to be Baltimore, I, I don't believe. Um, they just don't throw the ball well enough to be able to compete. And, you know, they've had, they've had problems with their defense. But those three, to me, would be the ones. And truthfully, right now, I, I thought Buffalo, like everybody else, they were going to be able to do it. Uh, if Josh Allen protects the ball, they will. But their defense has given up, given up a lot. And Kansas City is the same way. They rely on that offense to hold them together. And like I say, Cincinnati appears to be the more balanced. And in the NFC, it's the, it's the Eagles. And we'll learn a lot more about that over, over the next couple of days. Joe Theismann, my friend, um, happy holidays. Thank you so much. Stay warm, travel safe, and uh, really just over the course of the year, I've enjoyed all the time that we've been lucky enough to have you on the show. Thank you for, for all of it, and thank you for, for being on today. Well, Bill, thanks so much for having me. And like I say, Merry Christmas, Happy uh, New Year to everybody. Please stay safe and uh, pray for those that are really going to need our help.